Time now for Financial Friday on WOMI with your host, Drew Watson, sponsored by Align Wealth Management. Financial Fridays brought to you by Align Wealth Management. I'm your host, Drew Watson. And boy, do we have a show for you. We've had another exciting week, exciting in air quotes, on the stock market. Uh, Financial Fridays are brought to you by Align Wealth Management. I'm your host, Drew Watson, private wealth advisor. And as we said in the open, we've had a lot of topsy-turvy action. Uh, the NASDAQ appeared to be making a comeback this week after hitting a temporary bottom on Monday. But yesterday's action was decidedly negative with the tech-heavy NASDAQ uh, composite down 2.2%. Uh, we also saw the S&P 500 give back one and a quarter percent and the Dow Jones down roughly one half of one percent in a day that saw Treasury yields on the 10 year come in about 14 basis points to 1.71. But we did have some inflation data that indicated that um, although some of the producer prices have moderated, it confirmed we are not out of the woods yet. Speaking of inflation, uh, our commodity du jour from last year that's rolled over to this year is lumber. Lumber went out on Thursday at $1,326 per 1,000 board feet within striking distance of its all-time high, just above $1,700 per 1,000 board feet that it hit last year. Spot gold, though, was down about $5. Uh, West Texas Intermediate crude was also down about a uh, dollar uh, a gallon to eighty ninety nine a gallon, and the U.S., uh, which had put together cobbled together a decent little week, uh, saw negative uh, action, uh, and the action really kind of turned negative uh, mid morning, uh, right before lunch, uh, to come into the numbers that I quoted. Uh, that was on the back of a pretty good European day, and a mixed bag in Asia. Uh, What does all of this mean? It means that probably most people will be in an interest rate watching game as rates have gone up, but definitely stabilized from the uh, rocket ship type trajectory they were on uh, for the last three weeks. And if rates continue to stabilize, we will hopefully see more stability in overall markets. Now, we've got a great show for you today. We're going to cover some areas uh, that go a little bit deeper with volatility, uh, some things that are always good to look at in January on our financial planning corner. And in celebration of the uh, national championship game at the NCAA for football and the NFL playoffs heating up, we've answered your questions on how these athletes get paid and what type of tax uh I shouldn't say loopholes, but what type of tax hurdles they must jump on an annual basis to make the big bucks. You're listening to Financial Fridays brought to you by Lime Wealth Management, and we'll be back after a word from our sponsors. What do you want to do when you grow up? When we were young, it's a question we were often asked. As we get older, our passions become clearer, our pursuits become careers, and if we're diligent, we begin to plan for the life we want to live. That's why at Ameriprise Financial, we ask what's most important to you? Starting with our confident retirement approach, your Ameriprise Financial Advisor will ask questions that will help you arrive at a customized plan that can help you realize your goals today, tomorrow, and throughout retirement. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. 
call Align Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. today at 270-684-8424. That's 270-684-8424. Office is located at 2708 New Hartford Road in Owensboro, Kentucky. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Hello and welcome back to Financial Fridays, brought to you by Align Wealth Management. I'm your host, Drew Watson, and in this segment, we'll go through some of the numbers that have been run down by the end of the year and the start of 2022. Let's start with Washington and Wall Street, and this is brought to you by our friends at MFS. Uh, Democrat Joe Biden began his second calendar year as president, number 46, earlier this month. Democrats also maintain their control of Congress with a voting majority in the House and Senate. Over the last 60 years, that's 1962 to 2021, the S&P 500 has gained an average of 11.9% per year when one party controls the White House, the Senate, and the House. The S&P 500 consists of the 500 stocks chosen for market size, liquidity, and industry group representation. It's also a market value-weighted index, with each stock's weight in the index proportionate to its market value. And we'll get back to that in a bit. After that, the S&P 500 was up 11% for the fourth quarter 2021, the 19th time in the last 30 years that the index has had at least a 10% gain in a quarter. Following the previous 18 quarters when the index was up double digits, the next quarter was up 17 of 18 times. Have you heard on the intro, this last week may be tough, uh, may be a hole to dig out of to get there. And the U.S. stock market grew by $12 trillion in calendar year 2021 from $41 trillion as of the end of 20 to $53 trillion as of 1231-21. Ten years ago, at the end of 2011, the U.S. stock market was worth just $16 trillion as a whole. And the largest capitalized individual stock in the U.S. reached $3 trillion on January 3rd of this year. Forty years ago in 1982, the total market capitalization of all stocks in the world was just $2.7 trillion, according to the World Bank. There were more put option contracts outstanding, more than 200 million specifically, at the end of 2021 on U.S. individual stocks, ETFs, and stock indexes. And this is more than at any time in history based on records maintained by the Chicago Board of Options Exchange since 2009. Savita Superbramarian, head of U.S. Equity and Quantitative Strategy for Bank of America, predicted on 12-21-2020 that the S&P 500 would end calendar year 2021 at 3,800 and that the yield on the 10-year Treasury note would finish the year at 1.5%. Well, on 12-31, the S&P closed at a whopping 4,766, but he was right on the number on the 10-year closing yield was 1.496 within a mere four-tenths of a basis point for being right on the money. The current session of Congress, the 117th, running from 
January 3rd, 2021 until January 3rd, 2023, has passed only 81 bills with a year to go. The fewest number of bills passed in any two-year session of Congress going back to 1973 is 284, which was during the 112th session of Congress, which was from 2011 to 2012. The United States increased its national debt by a whopping $9.64 trillion in the last five years, rising from $19.97 trillion at the end of 2016 to almost $30 trillion by the end of last year, just a couple weeks ago. 5,079 retail stores closed nationwide in 2021. This is down from an all-time record of 12,200 stores closed in 2020. That's according to real estate group CoStar. So in just two years, we've had over 17,000 retail shops close their doors in this country. Uh, that That is very tremendous and probably only... Uh, maybe from a gross number, the largest in history. Under the heading of pay nothing, 32% of the 148 million tax returns that are filed for tax year 2019, which is the last year that we have data, did not pay any federal income tax at all. That is a total of almost 47 million returns with no taxes paid at all. But looking ahead to April, Tesla founder Elon Musk claims that as a result of exercising stock options in 2021 that were awarded to him in 2012, he will pay over $11 billion in federal income tax when he files his 2021 individual tax return, the largest federal income tax bill for any individual in U.S. history. Um, that's quite Amazing. Musk received 26.4 million non-qualified stock options in 2012, allowing him to buy his company stock at $6.24 a share at any time before August 2020. Musk is the richest person in the world with a net worth as of January 7th of this year of $263 billion. So here's the way that that non-qualified stock option work is he will not only have to pay regular income tax on those dollars, but also Social Security and Medicare tax, mostly Medicare. So that will cover, hopefully, a lot of beneficiaries for a lot of 2022. But you've got to also shake your head at the board of directors that awarded him 26 million shares uh, 10 years ago. And under the heading of necessary skills, Utah has the only has the top financial literacy requirements for its high school students of any of the U.S. 50 states. Utah requires all of its high school students to take a half-year course dedicated to personal finance and then to take a final exam administered by the state. Ohio is the latest U.S. state to add some sort of financial literacy instruction at the high school level effective the 27th of this month. 37 states do not tax Social Security benefits, while the other 13 states may or may not tax Social Security benefits dependent on other facts, mainly your income, and that's according to the USA Today. Five states, Georgia, Nebraska, Oklahoma, Utah, and West Virginia, 
recorded their lowest unemployment rates ever in November of last year. State jobless rates have been tracked nationwide since 1976. And finally, if you watched at home on Monday night, you know that Georgia won the SEC, or the, I should say, national championship. And it did stop Nick Saving saving from winning his ninth title. Um, so, or his eighth title, I should say. You're listening to Financial Fridays, brought to you by Align Wealth Management. We'll be back in 60 seconds. When today is unpredictable, you need sound advice and strong support to help you stay focused on your long-term financial goals for tomorrow. Ameriprise has been guiding clients through challenging times for over 125 years. You can take comfort in working with an advisor who's backed by that strong experience and who's there to guide you with personalized, goal-based financial advice. Together, you and your Ameriprise advisor can plan your future while navigating your now. Call Align Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, today at 270-684-8424. That's 270-684-8424. Offices located at 2708 New Hartford Road in Owensboro, Kentucky. Hello and welcome back to Financial Fridays brought to you by Align Wealth Management. I'm your host, Drew Watson, and in this segment of the show, we're going to go in and talk about what the selling pressure has been in the last uh, week to two weeks in the market and whether or not it's run its course. And stocks started the week uh, very volatile again after last week's sell-off, and the S&P 500 and Dow Jones um, were slightly lower on Monday while the NASDAQ was up, and then all three indexes uh completed you know midweek uh, with a little bit of green on the screen and as we look at what transpires there um, we will see that that overall equities uh, have at least temporarily looks like come off their worst levels and in some cases earlier this week reversed far more aggressive selling pressure than what we had seen um the culprits to this have been rising interest rates, ongoing inflation threats, and growing concerns the Federal Reserve policy could soon become tighter than initially expected. Just a few weeks ago has set for a sour tone at the beginning of 2022. As a result, equities have struggled out of the gate, with high growth areas seeing the brunt of the losses with the NASDAQ index last week uh, well below its 50-day moving average and making just the third time the index had moved into what's considered to be extreme oversold conditions since the COVID-19 lows of March of 2020. FactSet had put out charts that show the NASDAQ composite has quickly dipped lower this year, aggressively following through its 50-day and 100-day moving averages. And while the NASDAQ composite has not touched its 200-day moving average, since the depths of the pandemic, the tech-heavy index was lower by almost 10%, which is quote-unquote a correction, from its November 22nd, 2020 day, uh, 2021 intraday high at one point earlier this week. So technical indicators continue to hold sway 
right now, but there's a lot going on. Uh, for the NASDAQ composite, the lesser-watched 150-day moving average has been a critical support floor during periods of selling pressure. For the S&P 500 index, and as FactSet have pointed out, when the broad-based benchmark has approached the 100-day moving average, the index has found support and moved higher. Earlier in the week, the selling pressure reversed course when each index approached its respective threshold. And while I can't call and quote-unquote all clear on the selling pressure based on these technicals, it is notable that both metrics continue to direct tra trading traffic. Unfortunately, investors will have a lot to digest uh, in the coming weeks as inflation data comes out uh, this week as well as earnings started this morning for the fourth quarter 2021 and everything will be pointing towards a federal open market committee fed meeting later this month and this will probably continue to give us cross currents at the minimum for stocks and then also i'd point out that the selling pressure below the surface is more aggressive than the bod than the broad indices would suggest although the s&p 500 is roughly off just three percent from its lows and the nasdaq is down about eight percent from its closing high the fallout in some pockets of the market has been more extreme in ameriprise's view markets have been reacting as they should to higher rates high growth stock areas with more risk i.e cryptocurrencies or longer duration assets that are more sensitive to rates have sold off more aggressively. This is what should happen when rates rapidly and unexpectedly adjust higher. Given expected growth trends, cyclical value areas such as financials and energies and energy stocks have become destination for rotation out of growth. And but however, this could slow as the backup in stocks continues to, to ebb. Finally, one thing to think about is potentially staying long stocks and use downdrafts to add selectively to high-quality companies. In Ameriprise's view, there are a few alternatives to stocks today, if any. Um, that's the old TINA acronym. Despite the changing rate and federal reserve dynamics, economic and corporate profit growth should remain solid this year, and stocks generally track growth closely. However, as outlined in our earlier Outlook for 2022 broadcast, security selection and dividends could play a more significant role in investors' portfolios this year. A well-disciplined strategy is essential in an environment where volatility is elevated. Returns are expected to be even more modest, and valuations are extended at the broad market index level. Unexpected changes in policies or rates this year are even lingering, Pandemic effects are risks that investors should monitor closely. But investors, if you do have a collection of high-quality investments that can operate and grow in a changing environment, Ameriprise believes drawdowns in the market can be an opportunity to put cash to work. An example that hasn't made a lot of sense is uh, you know, when the market sold off uh, the first week of the year, what we saw is the healthcare sector uh, fall far more than quote unquote some of the higher tech sectors. Historically healthcare has been one of the most defensive areas people have rotated into during market uh, turbulence. But as pointed out year to date, this um, has not been the case uh, wholeheartedly in 2022, which may lead some market watchers to think some of the selling may have just been profit taking uh, after the close of the year 
and in order to kind of reset the floor on some investments. Uh, stocks that have performed better this year, just as a, a follow-up to that theory, are some of the companies that sold off last year and really underperformed, such as, say, Visa, MasterCard, PayPal, to name a few, as the payment processing piece of the market uh, was kind of sour last year. You're listening to Financial Fridays, brought to you by Lion Wealth Management, and we'll be back in 60 seconds. What do you want to do when you grow up? When we were young, it's a question we were often asked. As we get older, our passions become clearer, our pursuits become careers, and if we're diligent, we begin to plan for the life we want to live. That's why at Ameriprise Financial, we ask, what's most important to you? Starting with our confident retirement approach, your Ameriprise Financial Advisor will ask questions that will help you arrive at a customized plan that can help you realize your goals today, tomorrow, and throughout retirement. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Align Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. today at 270-684-8424. That's 270-684-8424. Office is located at 2708 New Hartford Road in Owensboro, Kentucky. The confident retirement approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Hello and welcome back to Financial Fridays, brought to you by Align Wealth Management. I'm your host, Drew Watson, and this is our email bag segment here of the show where we answer your questions. And keep in mind, you can feel free to send me an email to ask the questions directly at william.a.watson at ampf.com. Dot com, and we'll try to read your <clears throat> questions on the air to get those answered for you. Well, with the national championship in the books for college and the NFL playoffs uh, starting this weekend, the question came in with all these huge salaries and NIL name and likeness deals and what players and coaches are paid. How does that all work financially <clears throat> That and explain it in a way that us kind of working stiffs can, can understand it. Well, this is a great question, and, and, and oftentimes it comes up in our practice. You know, you may see where an athlete gets a huge contract uh, nowadays, either college or professional, and, and I would say and caution, the devil is always in the detail. And when it becomes with uh, professional athletes or uh, college players that are making a lot of money, there's always a lot of people out there working angles to separate the athlete <clears throat> from their fortune. And it's a uh, cottage industry uh, where that happens, unfortunately, for some uh, unwary uh, professional athletes. But a couple things to keep in mind. Uh, large cities have these uh, at, the, uh, at the ready. But <clears throat> when you're paid, for example, say in an NFL, uh, you're paid a game check. And, and, you know, essentially, let's say you had a 10-game schedule and you played five games in City A, uh, you would owe for those five game checks what City A charges more than likely for their occupational tax. If you paid uh, five games on the road in cities B, C, D, E, and F, um, you would potentially owe one-tenth uh, of, of what you make or, or that 
tax rate on that game check to that city. Now, <clears throat> large cities such as New York City, as I said, have a pretty uh, pretty stout revenue uh, enforcement division. And trust me, they know exactly how many times the Braves come in to play the Mets or the Yankees, and conversely, how many times NFL teams visit. Um, <clears throat> well, actually, they technically play in New Jersey, but but you get the picture that that this becomes a quagmire. Uh, oftentimes, when you're dealing with a professional athlete, uh, you know their choice of certified public accounting accountant or accounting firm uh, is as important as their choice of agent because that firm is going to make sure they stay on the right side of all the tax rules uh, where uh, money is earned and where there could be dollars uh, owed. What will be interesting since the name and likeness um, rules just came about in college football and basketball is how aggressive this may be for the college athletes because uh you know keep in mind i can remember when i was in school and i studied accounting uh how much i had no spare time to figure out if i was in uh playing three games in the state of california am i going to owe california state income tax on the money i earn from those ball games uh people that are playing in tax-free states that may not be that big of a deal if they're playing in texas nevada tennessee on games but trust me once the dollars get big enough some of these states and or cities will send out revenue enforcement officials to get what they consider to be their fair share of revenue. And anybody listening to this show that's old enough to remember the NCAA, um, you know, it used to be kids could flout the NCAA rules, um, you know, college teams could flout NCAA rules and just kind of run circles around them. You're not going to run circles around departments of revenue or the old-fashioned internal revenue service, uh, and they may be the final arbiters of how far this name and likeness money goes uh, when and if they start policing it uh, like they do other forms of income. And I'm pretty sure Uncle Sam and other states uh, that are looking to fill their revenue coffers that have been often depleted will not stop and take the excuse that we were dealing with young kids that didn't know the rules. Um, <clears throat> there's a scene in the uh, great Clint Eastwood movie, Unforgiven, where he shoots a guy, and I think Morgan Freeman's character said, well, you shot an unarmed man, and Eastwood's response was, well, he should have armed himself. Uh, that may be the response from the state revenue people uh, when they come looking for their fair share of the name and likeness money. Also, you get into a lot of different things when you get dealing in professional athletics, depending on endorsement deals versus earned income, et cetera. Uh, you know, there's lots of fringe benefits also that can be taxable, such as airplanes, et cetera. So all of that needs to go into consideration when you think through and hear these astronomical dollar amounts these athletes get paid. They are pretty unbelievably large but there's a lot of responsibility and a lot of tax liability that goes into each and every one of these contracts. And if it's not paid on time in the correct way, uh, there's going to be a lot of penalties and interest due to the various revenue sources. So when you watch those NFL playoff games, keep thinking about it. Depending on where these guys are playing, that's where some of their game checks are going to go after any given Sunday. 
Have a great 2022. Hope you're safe. We'll be back same time, same station next week. Keep listening for Financial Fridays brought to you by Align Wealth Management. When today is unpredictable, you need sound advice and strong support to help you stay focused on your long-term financial goals for tomorrow. Ameriprise has been guiding clients through challenging times for over 125 years. You can take comfort in working with an advisor who's backed by that strong experience and who's there to guide you with personalized, goal-based financial advice. Together, you and your Ameriprise advisor can plan your future while navigating your now. Call Align Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, today at 270-684-8424. That's 270-684-8424. Office is located at 2708 New Hartford Road in Owensboro, Kentucky.